Hello, everybody, and welcome to another installment of Finally Girl, a horror movie podcast where each week we chronicle and critique a beloved cult or underappreciated horror film. I am your co-host and professor of the macabre, Michael. And I'm Eliza, your co-host and student of all things spooky. Today we're talking 1984's Silent Night, Deadly Night. We had last week off for Thanksgiving. Yeah, we took a uh, Thanksgiving break. Yeah, how was... uh, Well, we spent Thanksgiving together. Yeah, what do you mean, how was it? I know. (laughs) Well, the football. The football. The football went okay. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Yeah, sure. The Thanksgiving Day Parade was great. Big Time Rush was on the... Didn't watch it. And the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade. I can't believe you didn't watch it. Actually, I can believe you didn't watch it. I don't give a shit about those parades. I love those parades. Why? I love to see the Rockets and all the, the Rockets. Hi- like, just yeah, the, the ro- Rockets. The Rockets, and I like seeing the marching bands. And then Big Time Rush was there, so that was fun. But my favorite's the Rockets. Big Time Rush. <laughs> when is the last time they've made music? This year. Before that, like 10 years ago. I don't know. Why'd they come back? Everybody's coming back. What, them and the Jonas Brothers? Who else is coming I out? heard the Spice Girls are Blink supposed to come back. Blink-182, I guess they're back. Yeah, Blink-182. You know, they're re- not really gone, but they're back. Well, their originals are back, yeah. yeah. But yeah, we watched uh, Silent Night, Deadly Night last night, so to start off our Christmas movies, I guess, huh? Yeah, that would be correct. Yeah. <laughs> I think this is probably, at least for me, the scariest one I've seen so far. Really? Yeah. Really? This one really creeped me out. Really? I was I did not expect that. <laughs> I was very uncomfy. I mean like yeah, it's pretty uncomfortable. I think like the first half is very uneasy. Yeah. But then it gets pretty campy after that. I I don't know. I still like it just put me in a weird I mean it it, it starts at that that first um sequence with the with the first Santa Claus oh killer God, is yeah. really disturbing. And the grandpa. Yeah, and the grandpa. The grandpa. Oh my God. The grandpa. That might be the best performance in the movie. That grand. He was so terrifying. He was very terrifying. You know what? He was probably the best performance. I mean, it's in that so movie. it's so you know it's very small amount of time on screen, but it's definitely the most impactful. I think uh, for sure. I'm still creeped out by him. That was uh, actor Will Hare. Will Hare. How do you spell his last name? Like a like Eight. a rabbit. Oh, H A R E. Yeah, like a rabbit. I thought it's H A R E. H A I R E. Nope, it's just H A R E. I don't write or talk about rabbits or hares very often. So. The tortoise and the hare. Not one of my favorite stories. All right. <laughs> what? That's okay. What? You're a weirdo. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, what, so, what did what did you expect from this movie? Did you have you heard of this movie? I've before never heard yesterday? of this movie. I don't even think I told you beforehand what we were nope. watching. And I kind of like that. I like being coming in knowing nothing, not even knowing what movie we're watching, because you know what movies I've seen at this point. But um, no, I didn't know anything about the movie. Uh, I think the title's fantastic. It was originally gonna be called Sleigh Ride because that's the book it's based on i was gonna ask is this based on a like a book or a, I, it did say like based on a story yeah it's based on a book titled sleigh ride which was written by paul Kami, c-a-i-m-i i think silent night deadly night is no oh, that's a way better title yeah. way better sleigh ride doesn't freak me out silent night deadly night that's a great title yeah. fantastic title so you never have you seen what Christmas horror... Have you seen any Christmas horror movies? I don't think I have. No, not, none comes to mind at all. No, what no. Christmas mor- horror movies are there? There's a lot. No, I have no idea. This isn't even the first... Um, so this came out in 1984. Mm-hmm. came out the same weekend as Nightmare on Elm Street got demolished at the box office. <laughs> I'm sure, yeah. That makes sense. <laughs> um, this wasn't even the first Santa Claus killer movie. Hmm. There was one four years before that called Christmas Evil. But this one got a lot of backlash. Why? A lot of backlash because there were just having Santa Claus being a killer. Uh-huh. Dressed, you know, the killer dressed up as Santa Claus. Parents complained that their kids were scared of Santa after seeing advertisements for the film. <laughs> I'm scared of Santa now. At the East Coast premiere of the film in New York... 
Falk staged a protest outside the theater, and they sang Christmas carols. Oh, my God. <laughs> like, this was very... It's a movie. It was very controversial. <laughs> wow. Uh, it's funny because Christmas, Christmas, like I said, Christmas Evil had come out four years prior, and nobody said anything about that. It came out <laughs> without a, you know... Well, any... was he dressed as Santa? Yeah. It was oh, a, it, was it was a Santa Claus killer. Yeah, okay. a Santa Claus killer. Wow. Phil Donahue even dedicated a whole hour of his show wow. to the controversy about this film. Wow. So it's, yeah, it was, it was <laughs> and it didn't make a lot of money. Uh, That's sad. It's such a good movie. Yeah, I like, I mean. I it, really enjoyed the movie. It's one of my, it's one of my favorite Christmas horrors. Director of the movie, Charles E. Sellier. He's probably best known for creating Grizzly Adams. He wrote mm. the novel in 1972, adapted into a TV show, mostly a producer during his career. He worked on a he worked on like 30 or so movies wow. as a producer and many TV shows which were religious. He was a devout Catholic and being such a religious guy, he had a, he felt very uncomfortable with while directing many of the kill scenes. In fact, he didn't really direct many of them. Uh, the editor, Michael Spence, ended up directing most of the kill scenes in the movie. Then don't do horror movies. That's so weird. Yeah, he's a you know, very interesting, very interesting yeah, career. For someone directing a horror movie. Yeah. I don't want to direct any of the kills. <laughs> what the hell? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> And this is only one of four feature films he ever directed. So, like, he mostly producer and writer throughout his career. Not really. What studio did this movie come out from? It was distributed by TriStar Pictures. Oh, okay. Aren't they still around? I'm pretty sure they're still around. Um, I've seen a lot of TriStar movies. They're they're still kind of around. They're under under sony i feel like they were big in the 90s they were pretty big in the 80s and 90s yes anyway sorry get off on a tangent so did the editor of this movie become on to be or go on to be a uh director then he directed something very nothing major he did some tv movies he directed a feature film called edge of honor in 1991 which i had never heard of yeah, I've never heard of that. Directed another horror movie in 2007 called The Dread. Not really, nothing very well known. But we'll get into the cast a little bit before we move on. Lillian Chauvin, who plays Mother Superior. She's probably the the second, be second best, second best performance. performance. I agree. She was creepy and mean and scary. Yeah, she's definitely, she's a, she's a nun's nun. She sure is. <laughs> uh, she's a character actress, obviously. She's played. She played dozens of guest roles on TV so shows. I mean, just some of the, some of them to name a few, like X Files, Malcolm in the Middle, Frasier, Murder She Wrote, Baywatch, Friends, ER. Jeez. The list goes on. Robert Brian Wilson, who plays Billy, which Billy? at eighteen, at eighteen, okay, uh, adult Billy. He doesn't have a long list of credits. In fact, this is his only theatrical film role. The rest of his work includes TV series and TV movies. Tony Nero as Pamela. This is only one of three feature film roles. Most of her acting work is small TV roles. And then we get to Britt Leach, who plays Mr. Sims, the toy shop owner. Yeah. He's, uh... He was okay. He's good. He's another... He's another you can tell... Who I think you can tell easily who are the veteran actors, seasoned yeah. actors here, and who definitely are not. Uh, he's another character actor. He played Anthony Michael Hall's dad in Weird Science. <laughs> oh. He played um, that one redneck hunter in Great Outdoors. In Father of the Bride, he plays a manager in the grocery store that confronts Steve Martin. Wow. When he's causing a scene. That's awesome. I love Steve Martin so much. <laughs> so much. And then, how, I almost forgot her, Linnea Quigley. She plays Denise, the one who gets impaled by the, the She the was great. 
she is that's probably my favorite kill very famous in horror i mean she was in the return of the living dead graduation day wow the night of the demons she's uh yeah you actually you, you liked her performance i thought she was great yeah yeah i liked her kill a lot i liked the whole babysitter i guess uh, maybe older sister babysitter yeah, I don't really know. It they don't. Matter. It doesn't matter. Yeah, they don't. They don't say, it and it doesn't matter. But I thought she was yeah. good. Yeah. Fantastic boobs. <laughs> it was it was good. weird because she's so skinny, but then she had the big boobs. Yeah, definitely for. Yeah, she for how small she yeah. was. I was like, oh my god, her back <laughs> must hurt. <laughs> I guess it really does now because she got horns to the back of her. It was the night before Christmas when all through the house not a creature was stirring, not even a mouse. The stockings were hung by the chimney with care in hopes that St. Nicholas soon would be there. I want to get into the story now. Well, when was the first time you saw this movie? Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh actually just last year <laughs> really yeah, so it's yeah. a new movie yeah, for you yeah, pretty new so what was this your second time watching it yeah this is only my second time wow and, and unless you count you know, <laughs> i don't i don't think we're we might do silent night deadly night too next week i don't know oh there's a second one there's five. Oh, jeez. i don't know if there needs to be five but okay <laughs> does this have like a cult following what, what what's the background I mean, yeah sure uh, two might even have more of a cult following than really? the first one because uh two kind of got turned into a meme there's one point in that movie that uh this whole movie felt like a meme <laughs> yeah this one does too i i like this one more than the second one in fact the second one um you might have a better time watching the second one if you haven't seen this one. Really? Because they, there's probably like at least a half hour's worth of footage from the first one in the second oh movie. Oh my God. That's <laughs> obnoxious. That's lazy. It follows Ricky, the younger brother. Oh, okay. I, I couldn't remember the younger brother's name. Yeah, he becomes the killer. Well, it definitely ends <laughs> yeah, off yeah. like you you know there's going to be a next movie, yeah. I guess. You're right. There's some good stuff in there, but yeah, you really... <laughs> I contemplating like should I just show her the second one? No, I'm I, glad I I like this one a lot. So. I uh I prefer the first one, so I figured yeah let's just we'll, we'll jump in from the first one. We might I, I think we're gonna do Silent Night Deadly Night two at a different time. Or okay. Maybe maybe next year. It's out of your 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 head for a little bit because it's yeah it is uh <laughs> I watched the first two for the first time last year. And yeah, it's like, are we ever gonna get a different movie? This is nuts. How many flashbacks we have? To think. Yeah, I, I, I'm assuming his little brother is like five years younger than him. Something like that. Because yeah. maybe even younger. N there's no way. Be oh, even more years between them because look at how he look he's pretty i know at that's least he's why, pretty young at the end of this movie that's why i was confused because he could be like as much as like 10 years younger because his parents died in 1971 and by 1984 he's 18 so 18 minus 13 is five so he would have been five years old and the baby was a baby so i'm assuming he was about five years older than his brother yeah, uh, that's why i was like why does he look so young at the end I of the movie even think about that i was like he's supposed to be 13 and he looks like he's eight <laughs> i was so confused but i'm all about time like i'm like what year is it again <laughs> so weird but we can get into the movie now so um, that creepy little girl singing that Santa's watching, Santa's waiting. It sounded like a nursery rhyme, but mm -hmm. it was so creepy. And then we hear it again later, a couple times in the movie, because you hear it on the radio, and then Mr. Sims is singing it later on with that yeah, woman. Yeah, that's right. I forgot. Yeah. yeah. Super creepy. I don't like that song at all. <laughs> I was scared I was going to have a nightmare of just that little girl singing that song. <laughs> But the blood splatter on the screen for the title sequence was kind of cool. It looked like cartoonish, though. And then we have the family driving to go see 
their well the kid's grandpa grandpa yeah and that right there the first sequence of them driving on the open road with the radio playing reminded me of the night of the living dead when barbara and her brother were going to visit the grave site okay yeah yeah. and it kind of got a similar feeling like something bad's gonna happen (laughs) to this family reminds me more of uh the changeling i've never seen the changeling yeah i showed it to you did you win yeah I don't know, like a within the last couple months. The Changeling. Yes. What happens in the Changeling? George C. Scott is is his family gets like run over. By oh, the... okay, yeah, 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 okay, yeah. We saw the Changeling. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe we should do that because apparently you don't remember it. Well, I wasn't. I I don't think I was in How movie review. How can you remember review. the great George C. Scott? I remember. How could you not forget? How could you forget him? I should say. I I I don't know. He is great, but I can see that. <laughs> General Patton himself. I know. <laughs> um, the man's man himself. One of the best actors of all time. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, oh yeah, and then the baby, um, Billy's little brother, riding in his mom's lap in the front seat of the car. You were fixated on that baby. I was like, the baby's riding in her lap in the front seat of the car. Oh, it was the eighties. They didn't know what they were doing. <laughs> it was nineteen seventy-one. Oh yeah. Well, see, it was this, it even. It was even. It was even worse. That's what everybody did in the seventies. <laughs> I know. Actually, I saw an ad recently, um, like an old ad from the 60s, I think it was. And it was like the safest way for your baby to ride in the car. And it was this little baby bassinet that sat in the back of your car between the back windshield. And like, you know, that there's that space between the back seat and the back windshield right above the car's trunk in a sedan. It's like a carpeted space. Yeah, yeah, I, I used to have that. Yeah. yeah, so it's like a little like ba- baby bassinet where your baby can ride in the sedan from the 60s. And I was like... Interesting. <laughs> I was freaking out. I was like, oh my God, the safest place. people had that? I know. Safest place for your baby to ride. But she had him right in the front seat. <laughs> and then later on, I was like, where is the baby? Because she was You're asleep. really worried about that baby. I was really worried about that baby. And I had a right to be because now this baby apparently in the next movie is going to be the Santa Claus killer. But yeah, they're going to see the grandpa in the mental facility. So I'm wondering like what kind of mental ailment this grandfather has. I was assuming it just like dementia. Dementia. That's what I, but it did say mental. So maybe like there's something. I was thinking, well, Billy's gone kind of crazy. There's been this switch in his head, which definitely comes from that trauma he experienced that night but i'm like is there there's obviously a history of mental illness in their family so i'm wondering was the grandpa a killer too yeah well i don't i think he would be locked up in some other facility Well, maybe he wasn't caught (laughs) another santa claus killer another well he did the way he grabbed at billy and was like santa punishes those who are naughty I'm like, oh my god, he's five years old, Grandpa. <laughs> he said, he says Christmas Eve is the scariest damn night of the year. I wrote that in my <laughs> notes. I was like, um, what? Yeah, the way, uh, Will Hare like he snaps his character out of like a catatonic state. Into, oh my into, god. Like, my whole just... body got chills watching that. <laughs> it was it was amazing. And the way he grabbed Billy immediately too. I was just and he was like, You're scared. You should be scared. I was like, Oh my god. You better run for your life if you see Santa Claus tonight. Oh my god. And he did, thank God. He lived, but also then he had to deal with that trauma for thirteen years. So after that we cut to a convenience store. Mm-hmm. And there's Guy Santa dressed Claus. dressed as Santa Claus, robs and shoots and kills the clerk. For $31. <laughs> he got $31. I was like, was it worth it? He shot him three times, once in the middle of the fucking head. I was like, oh I'll be sure they're dead, I guess. I yeah, know. I guess. I yeah, he was dead dead at that point. Good Lord. And then the family. Yeah, they run, see. Yeah, they run into him. He acts as if he's car breaks down in the middle of the road what's funny is billy was like don't stop it's santa don't stop and i'm like yeah billy don't fucking stop tell your parents and uh 
obviously they they tried to get away they didn't actually really fully stop they reversed back but and then that's when santa shot and kills yeah the dad who's driving the vehicle yes oh so sad and then the way he rips the mom out of the car yeah he rips uh and he definitely like attempts to rape her yes he was he rips going open to rape. her shirt yeah uh exposing her breasts i like i had you pause the movie after this because i was like <sighs> it was not even like 10 minutes into the movie. yeah i i i I also was like, I was like, does he? I couldn't remember. I actually couldn't. I remember. thought he was gonna rape I was her, like, and I was like, like I, I don't think I can watch this. I was like, uh-huh. um, it was, I even said it like, oh, I forgot about that, and then, oh my god, it was that that it was so frightening, and uh, the, whoever played this Santa was really scary. Like, yeah, he was really a really he was scary. A sleaze bag. He yeah. was awful, and he was because Billy ran off ran away from the car and he hid in like some some trees and grass yeah that were off the the road and he's like where are you you little bastard and i'm like is was he gonna kill billy he was gonna kill this little kid yeah but i'm like he didn't touch the baby Uh, i mean as far as we know he didn't touch the baby they didn't show anything i guess the rationale i mean it doesn't really matter but i guess the rationale behind that is that like that the baby wouldn't be able to identify him, but maybe Billy could. Yeah, yeah, I guess you're right. Ugh, I was so scared. It's like this poor kid just sitting there hiding, watching his mom have her ra- her blouse ripped off and then her neck slit. Mm-hmm. Ugh. Yeah, it's a tough watch. <laughs> it was it's really tough watch to- difficult to watch. And he watched his dad get... I mean, he dropped out of the front seat with the bullet wound to his head and mm-hmm. chest. Oh, my God. Yeah, and they replay that throughout. The- oh, and I kept wanting them not. <laughs> I was like, stop. I know what happened. <laughs> stop showing me. Because I'm now, I, I'm traumatized now. I'm not going to start killing people. <laughs> So then we cut to 1974, and Billy and his little brother Ricky, Ricky are in an orphanage, and that's where we meet Mother Superior, because Billy's having all these nightmares, and he's getting so scared during Christmas time, obviously. Yeah, he's drawing pictures of murdering Santa and cutting off reindeers. Yeah, heads. cutting off reindeers head. And I thought that drawing was beautiful. I was like this little kid's talented. Maybe <laughs> he should have gone into art. That's very therapeutic. He should have done art for a living. Yeah, they should have let, let him uh work work it out through his art. Yeah, this kid needed therapy. Which is actually I mean that is it is interesting the scene with um sister sister Margaret mm-hmm. and mother superior their differing opinions on how to handle this and Mother Superior just is like... I don't need your opinion. I thought I made that clear or whatever she said. She's all about punishment, negative reinforcement. She, I, I wrote, I was like, she is really into exposure therapy, I guess. She's like, no, he needs to sit on Santa's lap. <laughs> and I'm like, you know that this kid watched Santa <laughs> murder his mom and dad when he was five years old. And it might be, might be the funniest part of no, it, I was it, it's, not. It, it's pretty good. It, yeah, you oh, got, I thought oh, you were gonna. Yeah, when he when punched, he, he clocks Santa clocks. so hard. Santa flew. I don't think I've seen a kid on screen like have a better punch. He was eight years old, <laughs> eight years old, and he made Santa fly across the room. He got a bloody nose and everything. Oh my god, it was fantastic. The blood in this movie was great. Whoever did the makeup or the effects with the blood and stuff fantastic yeah it is is really good uh, effects rick josephson is credited as doing the special effects for the movie Uh, yeah there there were several really good kills throughout the movie that had like blood splatter or just all the blood was just great but there was one specific scene that we'll get to where blood splatters onto a cardboard box and there's even like little like uh, like brain bits or something in it 
and it looked so realistic. It was fantastic. Way better than the blood from Suspiria. Just saying. <laughs> Whatever you say. <laughs> and then um, Billy sees, like, I guess it was a nun having sex with somebody. It must have been a nun. I guess, yeah. I don't. I don't know. I don't think it doesn't really matter. Because I guess Sister Margaret um, was like, "Oh, all the kids are playing outside, and no Mother Superior told you you had to stay in your room, but let's go play outside." And he hears all this moaning, and then when he sees them having sex, he gets like flashbacks too to his mom on the ground. Yeah, I'm like this poor child. I just felt so incredibly sad for Billy throughout this entire movie. And up until towards the end, just just my heart broke for him. And yeah, Mother I Superior mean, was like, what did you see them doing? <laughs> After she's like spanks them with a belt. Yeah, I thought she was going to join in. She's, getting, <laughs> like, she's like, oh, yeah. we get this belt. <laughs> that would have been a whole different movie. Oh, boy. It's probably a porn parody somewhere. <laughs> Oh, and then when Billy's, like, having these nightmares and Mother Superior, like, ties him to the bunk bed, I just wanted to cry for him. You've made it through Halloween. Now try and survive Christmas. Silent night. Deadly night. And then we go to spring 1984. So this is 10 years later. Billy is now 18. And he is hot. Like, they, like, do this, like, pan from his, like, calves all the way up to his face. And I was like, oh, my God. Billy got ripped, first of all. Second of all, he, he is hot. Like, he looked fine. I was shocked. <laughs> he gets, yeah, he gets a job smile. at the, uh, the the toy store. Yeah, I can't remember the name of the toy store. Like Al's. Ira's Toys, I, I think. Ira's Toys. I think that you're Al's. right. Al's. <laughs> it's, like it's not Al's Toys. That's not Al's Toy Barn from Toy Story yeah. 2. <laughs> yeah, no. Ira's Toys. That's exactly what it was. And then we get a montage <laughs> of Billy being the model employee. Oh my god! It it felt like a sitcom from the eighties, right here with the like it feel was, good music in was, the background. Yeah, it was set to warm side of the yeah. door. <laughs> it's always Christmas on the warm side of the door. But Billy's still having nightmares of Santa. So this whole time, I'm like, he got a job at a toy store. <laughs> of course he did. Something bad is something really bad is gonna happen with Billy working at a toy store. Yeah, I guess uh, s- Sister Margaret didn't uh, think that one through. Yeah, I, but she was so sweet. Yeah, to she. Help t- him. Yeah, yeah. She was always his biggest like supporter. supporter. Yeah, so I felt really sad for her too at the end. And then Billy has to be Santa. Yeah. <laughs> Because Santa, Santa had a like a, a an ice skating accident or a hockey accident, something like that. And so Billy had to fill in to be Santa. And this is where Billy, you get the first taste of uh, him being menacing. Oh my God, he was so that creepy. Little girl on his lap. He reminded me of his grandpa when he when he was doing that. I was like, this is exactly what happened to you thirteen years ago. It's so, it's menacing and like. It toes the line of like being cheesy and, and sincere, and it it works for me. Yeah, I was gonna say I don't think it was cheesy at all. I felt like it was. It gets it gets right a on. lot cheesier as uh, the movie goes on. <laughs> Naughty, <laughs> <laughs> punish. My favorite scene is when he goes, naughty. <laughs> when those kids are sledding. <laughs> oh, and then when I saw, okay, so after the whole Billy being Santa and they have this little party with their co-workers, I see Andy and Pamela together and I'm like, oh man, I even said that out loud. I was yeah, like, oh, yeah, you did. I was like, he's going to kill them both. <laughs> yeah. And then he, so Andy... Andy tries to rape yeah, Pam. So it, it kind of triggers something. Because he ripped her blouse exactly the way yeah. Santa ripped his mom's blouse. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, it's like he replayed the whole scene in his head from what happened when he was a child. And it was like a switch 
just immediately flipped. And I thought this kid, I can't remember the actor's name who played Billy, but I thought he... Robert Brian Wilson. Okay, he did great with his facial expression right here because you can see the turn where he's just like, all right, it's all gone now. I'm no longer Billy. I'm Santa. He had the whole Santa outfit on. He really turned into Santa. And he did it upright. He he did not just like, he didn't mess around. <laughs> he strangles Andy with the with the Christmas lights. So hard that it bled that he mm-hmm. like went into his skin. It's the first time he goes naughty. He says naughty as he attacks yeah. him. <laughs> You're naughty. And he stabs Pam. Yeah, and, and then slices up, her, up. Yeah, it goes up her stomach, up her up to up up her abdomen. Ugh! But he keeps that box cutter. Remember that <laughs> he keeps that box cutter. <clears throat> Mister, a drunk Mister Sims. Mister Sims. Um, I actually wrote this in my note. He plays a really good drunk. Yeah, that actor. Yeah, that's pretty good. It's hard to play drunk, and I thought he did a great job. He did. He stumbled in the right ways. He slurred his words just right, that where it's not like overdoing it. I think he overdoes it, but I think it works well. I don't think he does because it seems very in character for him to be that drunk. And he was going yeah. hard. I mean, when they lock up the store, he... <laughs> Woohoo! <laughs> and he grabs the liquor bottles. <laughs> he's ready. Yeah, he's partying right after right after they close that store. So yeah, he's... Yeah, he... I mean, you're it right. He's pretty trashed. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Mr. Sims' kill was the one with the blood splatter that I liked on the cardboard boxes. Yeah, because he gets the... Uh, he clubs him with a hammer, with the claw side of the hammer mm-hmm. to the head. That was a really good kill. And I was kind of sad that we didn't get to really see that. We just saw it afterwards. Yeah. We didn't actually see him kill him. It's probably a case of the MP. Yeah. Getting... But I'm excited. Or I'm excited. <laughs> I was happy to see the blood splatter that looked really cool on the cardboard. But I would have liked to have seen the whole kill. And we see the aftermath later, too. Cause, yeah. Um... I don't know her name. I guess she was just one of the workers at the store. Yeah. <laughs> um, she wasn't in much of the movie, but she finds Mr. Sims. Oh, Mr. Sims. <laughs> and she did a little bit of trickery on Billy with putting her hat somewhere. And yeah. Then, and then he goes to club the hat or axe the hat, yeah. I should say, because he, he finds one of those like fireman's axes. His his weapon of choice for the rest of the movie, pretty much. Yeah, and I liked how when um when that character does a little trickery, she grabs the axe that he drops, and then he uses just a crossbow that he finds to kill her. The crossbow was kind of just disappointing. I was like, oh, all right, <laughs> I guess we'll use a crossbow. I'm like, you still have that box cutter, but but Billy is frightening. At this point, like he was scary. Oh yeah, I mean, I, <laughs> I, I, like I said, at this point, when once he becomes Santa, and he starts, you know, yelling "punish" <laughs> and "naughty," I it becomes stop it's, it's pretty. It, it becomes pretty campy, and it wor- It works. Um, it does work, and in any other movie, I wouldn't like that. i just loved it i enjoyed it i was scared but i was also very much entertained and another thing i really liked about this movie is i felt like there weren't a lot of unneeded scenes or unneeded parts of the story unnecessary i should say unnecessary points that they had to touch on like i feel like a lot of movies especially i know we just did all the Halloween movies, well, not all the Halloween movies, but the David Gordon Green tr- um, trilogy. I felt like there was a lot of fluff and a lot of stuff that I'm like, all right, I don't care. I want to, yeah. like, let's get back to the story. This movie stuck to the story so well and everything. I loved everything. But then we go to Denise's house and she's having sex with her boyfriend or, or uh, some man and she's babysitting and she hears the bells on the Santa thinks, suit. Mm-hmm. And she thinks it's the cat wanting to go inside. How would you like her kill? I mean, that's the best kill. That's the best kill of the movie. Mm-hmm. It probably, I mean, like, that's kind of like the iconography for this movie, really. Everybody remembers the who's seen it. 
talks about the antler kill. I liked how I, I for 1984, they did a great job of showing the horns going through her body. Mm-hmm. It looked so real. Yeah, it was great. Yeah, I know. Like almost 30 years later, I thought it looked it really it aged it very up. well. It yeah. Holds up. And as he's impaling, you can put punish. Punish. I like how she answers the door in just her shorts and no shirt. And these Daisy Duke shorts. And so she when she gets killed, she's just shirtless with her with her <laughs> shorts on. Then he disposes of the boy. He throws him out the window and like he gets impaled by glass shards. Mm-hmm. A big one in his stomach and then a littler one in his head. A littler one. A smaller one. <laughs> a smaller glass shard in the head ah uh, his kill was just boring it's whatever i mean yeah, it was yeah it wasn't like anything to write home about but then we get to my one of my favorite scenes in the whole movie with the boys sledding well hold on oh, what happens hold on. Well, <laughs> i think we get the maybe the funniest part. oh yeah of course the funniest part when the little girl comes yeah. out of her bed. well that, that one's good too that's good too and he gives her the bloody box opener as a gift and she's yeah. like what the fuck is <laughs> yeah she's like or he's like have you been good and she's like yeah santa <laughs> i've been good and he's like are you sure <laughs> like he was about to he was about to murder this little girl and then he's like all right and gives her the bloody blocks box cutter but before before we get to the, the sledding accident mm-hmm. incident, cops are are going are oh, looking yeah. for him. <laughs> the cops spot a man dressed as Santa Claus climbing through a window. <laughs> they just bur- they burst through these this person's home I, I, without any warning, and sh- and the woman that's downstairs is like, "Hello." <laughs> And I'm like, what they just, like, walked into this person's house. Yeah, they didn't it ended even up being, being, like, the father of the child. Yeah, because it's child. Christmas Eve. Of course he's going to, like, <laughs> be Santa for his little girl. That's so good. That is so good. I thought, honestly, though, I thought this was the only part of the movie that was unnecessary. I don't know. I think it's funny. It's so funny. I, just... I didn't really care for it that much. I was just kind of like, what the hell is happening? Like, why? Like, bring me back to Billy. It's funny. That Yeah, well. That was the only part of the movie I didn't think was we needed. Well, you hate fun. That's why. I, I'm just like Mother Superior. I hate fun. It's all business with you and Mother Superior. <laughs> yeah. Then we get this letting. Yes. Bob and Bob and Mac take these kids sleds. Mm-hmm. I like, I like how they're they're these bullies and they seem like they're like grown men and then these kids are like i don't know 15, 15 16 yeah. years old i know i was like are these kids are the like the bullies like 25 i don't know, like they're like 30 or something <laughs> oh <my God>. um <laughs> and the first guy goes down and the second bully starts hey, check this down. out <laughs> and then and then billy comes out naughty <laughs> he has his axe in his That's hand fantastic um did you like i i, I think the uh the head rolling down oh after, i loved that that was good good work there too honestly. i thought that was great too the headless body looked awesome i don't like i said the special effects in this movie were top notch headless body comes down on the sled and then just the head rolling behind it oh creepy amazing the other kids scream that he had was great seeing the headless body loved it perfection and then the creepy music in the background so there's a lot of creepy music going on in this movie especially during the time he's killing i don't even really notice the music in this movie honestly really it's really uh yeah. Oh, I definitely noticed it. Me. Definitely during Billy's little killing spree, the music was awesome. I thought it really helped make me feel a little bit more creeped out too. Hmm. Especially because Billy's yeah, do, Billy's kills do, were so do funny. For, doesn't do much for me. <laughs> <laughs> Billy's. Well, I think body. I think yeah. The reason why it doesn't is like just like 
his presence on screen really it's over- just ridiculous. overpowers everything else. Yeah. And then we see that Sister Margaret had gone to the police to report that Billy had been doing this. Cause yeah, because she, 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 shows- she went to the toy store. She's like, yeah, she sees... Find yeah. some dead bodies. They're like, yep, it's it's Billy. Because earlier in the movie, she calls the toy store and Andy, the I guess who's the manager at the toy store. Yeah, I, I have no idea what his job. Yeah. What, what is his job? I'm, I'm assuming he's like a supervisor. I, I guess, but like he's just like in the bat. Bat. Yeah, I don't know. They don't really touch on it. it doesn't, it doesn't really yeah, matter. It doesn't matter. But he's like, yeah, Billy's playing Santa. Or he's like, he's ho, 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 or whatever he says. And he's so stupid. And so Sister Margaret's like, oh, Billy's playing Santa. Oh, no. Something bad's going to happen. So she goes to the police. So the police are out on the lookout for the Santa Claus killer now. And they're like, I guess Sister and she Margaret. she talks to like a, the, like a like a I detective. guess a sheriff. I I, he's like dressed more like a detective, honestly. Yeah. I, uh, I didn't know what his title was. But anyway, yeah, she's she says something. Um, this is paraphrasing. She says like everything he's done has a logic to it. If yeah. you know what, he, if you understand what he's gone through. And so the detective, I guess, says then we should be able to figure out where he's going to go next. And they're like, I'm like, oh, of course we can. They're going to the freaking orphanage. Of course, Billy's going to go try and kill Mother Superior. She's the naughtiest of them all. And you have that first cop that shows up. <laughs> Oh, I felt so bad for this cop. He tried so hard. Poor Father O'Brien. Oh my god. I guess so. They're they're on the lookout for anybody dressed as Santa. He just he shoots that immediately. Poor deaf, that deaf. That deaf father. <laughs> of course oh. he didn't hear him. He's oh, deaf. Oh my god. Oh, oh man! And all those children had to watch Santa get gunned down. Uh, twice they watched Santa get gunned down, not once but twice that Christmas Eve. Yeah, you could have like a, a whole orphanage of Santa killers. There. Yeah, I know. <laughs> that should have been the second movie. Is the whole orphanage goes off? I don't know what happened. I think Ricky is also in Silent Night, Deadly Night 3. But of course, we follow, like I said, we follow the brother in two. I don't know, maybe four and five. There's somebody else from the orphanage. I gotta see. I know one of them, Clint Howard, uh, is in. Oh. You would have been a little bit older by then. Mickey Rooney's in the fifth one, even though he, like, chastised this movie. Interesting. uh, uh, For when it came out. Why would Mickey Rooney care? You're demonizing Santa Claus. Oh, no. <laughs> Santa's all about joy. Yeah, it's very weird that the going back to like the protests of this movie, it's like they they treated it treated Santa like he's some kind of religious figure or something. Sorry. I think I mean I, I when Cisco, Christmas is a religious holiday. Yeah, it is, but like Santa's not like no. a religious figure. And even like when Siskel and Ebert reviewed this movie and like if you know anything like I, I love Roger Ebert and Gene Siskel. They didn't. They weren't always on the right side of history when it came to horror. And like they, they <laughs> Gene Siskel at one point in their review on TV, like just <laughs> told everybody they should be ashamed of themselves for working on this movie. <laughs> oh my god, <laughs> I thought it was great. And you also had to think about the the time period this came out, mid eighties. Very yeah. puritanical time in our country. Yeah, still good. Still yeah, good well, movie. I'm not. I'm just saying that that's <laughs> a, that kind of explains the backlash. But then, yeah, the cop goes to look around the orphanage to just check things out, and he goes down to the boiler room, and then Billy appears at the top of the stairs with his axe. I think at this point he just says, "Punish." Punish. Yeah, he says punish. And he gets an axe to the chest. And then he beheads the snowman outside the orphanage. (laughs) I was like, was that necessary, Billy? That snowman didn't do anything. He was good. He wasn't. And then he has one of the kids let him into the orphanage and tries to kill Mother Superior. And he gets gunned down by that detective yeah, yeah with sister margaret on his side as he's going to kill mother superior he gets gunned down he drops the axe mid-air he look, and he looks her in the eye and says naughty naughty and he falls to the ground and the axe lands right at his little brother's feet and he goes you're safe now santa claus is gone <laughs> oh what an amazing last line of that movie 
And Rick- oh yeah, it wasn't the last line because it, the camera pans up to Ricky and he says, "Naughty." Yeah. <laughs> I love that. Subtle sort of way of you know. Yeah. This is gonna be a second movie. But yeah, I overall I I enjoyed this movie a whole lot. I thought the it was a great story. And like I said, they stuck to the story the whole time. They didn't go off except for that one weird scene that you apparently love. It's hilarious. <laughs> they burst in this guy's home. I was just kind of like, what is going on? What these, these like like do they not know what day it is? It's not like it's yeah. a- April 2nd and somebody's dressed up as Santa it's Claus. It's Christmas Eve. Uh, I guess that's cops for you. Yeah, that. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> but I thought it was very creepy, uh, unnerving, unsettling, whatever word you'd like to use. Um, what word would you like to use? Unsettling. Okay. I like unsettling. Um, and I just felt bad for Billy the whole time. Yeah, you're meant to. I, yeah. I just, I just, he my had, heart broke for him. I almost no, wanted to he cry. He had no chance. He had no yeah, chance. Yeah, he just... Especially in this scene, um, which he does again later on when he's an adult, but when uh, Mother Superior was coming up to his room and he goes into this little corner and he's like, don't punish me. Please don't punish me. I didn't mean to. Oh, poor little Billy. It's just so sad. and I can't even imagine you know, it, what he went through. It's funny. And we've talked about trauma and grief on this show but it, it's funny in the last few years like people act like we're fully finally have horror movies that that deal with trauma and grief and like i mean like this is like 1984 we have an example of this is yeah. all about trauma all about trauma. and grief uh <laughs> like even if you like i mean like i played that jamie lee curtis oh, yeah. clip for how trauma kills trauma, trauma, her, trauma 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 grief talked, trauma <laughs> we're for, yeah we're in this weird point where we're in, in film history where people want to erase film history where everybody has to be the first to do this the first to do that one and i thought this movie it, like uh, you can definitely tell like you said earlier of like it was of its time in a way because uh, with this this the whole mother superior like no having fun like i don't know i just felt like it made sense that she didn't want to help him through therapy or help try and get this kid help she was just like oh no i'm going to do my it method, my way yeah, yeah my you'll, method you'll, you'll see my methods where she says something along you'll see it works out my methods will, yeah will work out and that was very much what happened back then is just kind of like oh they're gonna get over it but seeing sister margaret being like oh i don't know about that like this kid mm-hmm. has been through some stuff and then watching him try and deal with that for 13 years and she she even sa- she she even says like like after the last time we see Billy really as a kid he, she after she has Billy like sit on Santa's lap Margaret says you'll see he'll he'll be better and she's like yeah of course he'll be better Christmas is over soon like what do you yeah. mean like she she exactly. uh, yeah until next Christmas then he's gonna be upset again and they even talked about that when he was at the toy store his um Andy the manager was like what's the deal with you lately you've had an attitude and it was yeah. like a week up to Christmas and I'm like oh, this poor kid can't catch a break and he's trying so hard he li- he seemed like he was a good kid too from what yeah. we saw just christmas really fucked with them overall did you like it overall yes <laughs> what's your rating three christmas trees out of five <laughs> i give it four wow yeah um, yeah four four christmas trees and a candy cane out of wow. five it's like a 4.1 a 4.1 wow it was candy canes only a, a point one, huh yeah <laughs> Okay. If it was 10 candy canes, then that would be a whole star or a whole Christmas tree. Whole Christmas. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, I love, I, I love the, I love the camp. I think Robert Brian Wilson does a great job as Billy really towing that line between creepy and campy and it works. Will Hare is the grandpa, unforgettable one scene performance. Yeah, I'm, I'm still frightened. Lillian Chauvin as Mother Superior. She's great. Mm-hmm. 
very stern. Very Miss Hannigan from Annie, but less boozy. The special effects are great, as you mentioned. Definitely my... um, the best special effects I think we've seen so far for me. Really? As far as the age of the movie and how it's held up, yeah. Way better than Trick or Treat, even though Trick or Treat was from 2007. Way better than Suspiria, which I liked Suspiria. I did like Suspiria, but the blood just looked stupid. Looked and I know stupid. it's supposed to. Oh, don't you call me that. <laughs> so mean to that blood. Although the effects in um, American Werewolf in London weren't too bad with the wolf change. Yeah, out of the movies we covered, that's probably the probably uh, the best. Best special effects for you? Yeah. I, th- I still think this is better. Wow. Mm-hmm. Silent Night, Deadly Night. You heard it here first. Silent Night, <laughs> Deadly Night has better effects than an American Werewolf in London. According to Eliza. Yeah, I liked it a lot. And then next week, we're going to do another Christmas movie. Yeah, we're called Christmas for the rest of the month. Well, probably not the last week of the month. Because this is a five-week month. Sure is. We actually start the new year off on a, I think it's on a Sunday or a Monday. I love when New Year starts off on a Sunday or a Monday. Why? Because it just, it sets it up for the rest of the year. What's that even mean? I'm just organized. It's not like I'm not starting the first of the year on a Thursday. Come on, it's the middle of the week. Let me start at the beginning of the week, a Sunday or a Monday. Okay. <laughs> I think the rest of you guys would agree with me. The rest of I bet the rest of them don't care. <laughs> yeah, you're probably right. Um, yeah, yeah, but we're doing yeah all Christmas, the next three weeks. Well, uh, as always, remember to follow us on apple and spotify Spotify. hit that little bell for the notifications follow us on twitter and instagram if you haven't already at finally girl pod we're killing it on twitter mike's doing great he's pretty good he has some good stuff to say sometimes Eh. Eh. sometimes no they're pretty (laughs) good but um as always not as always just uh i don't know where i was going with that follow subscribe do it all do it all we'll see you next week listening (laughs) 